The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, the Swaven Day Boner, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is cracking, sir? Speaking of boner. <laughs> I think um, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable there. <laughs> um, couple, actually. So, yeah. My good friend Shane, who lives in Council Bluffs, I think you yeah. met him once. I know or Shane. twice. Uh, yeah, you a did. Few you times. met him at the conference once, and yeah, and then we did a, um, uh, an investigation at uh, uh, Squirrel Cage. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Squirrel Cage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, so he, you know, he gets a good chuckle from us, every, you know, out of us every now and then. He listens yeah. all the time. Yeah, but. When I said when we were when we got into our stoner conversation and I said that yeah. I would be able to enter you, yes, he about sir. fell off of his ladder because <laughs> he was at work. Shane, don't be falling off ladders. We <laughs> like you too much. Don't do that. But that was pretty good, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I so will yeah, enter he's, you. He's mentioned that to me a couple times since then when we've talked because he's the one putting on the bushcraft thing with me. Yes. Yes. And. Um, Speaking of another boner, I think you probably got a little chubby by a Facebook Messenger group chat that we had where I dropped that Uh, I would say a little something to you if something would actually happen. You said that you would tell me that you loved me on camera twice. It would have to be like Mm -hmm. two. I'm going to need two I love yous on camera from you. Um, yeah, there's stipulations along with that. Things have to happen for like, that to happen. Yeah, but like what? Like what? We have to make this film. Well, we do. The problem well, you is... Get probed. <laughs> Here's the deal with that. So, um, And we could talk off air more in depth, but I will say there are two projects that are going to go on uh, pretty much consecutively, and uh, it, they're going to kind of overlap a little bit. So, I mean, there's going to be a few months there where I'm going to be completely out of commission. Um, but by springtime, hopefully we should be able to, uh, to concoct some kind of a, a venture, um, where we can go out and I can just, uh, I don't know, put my butt in the air or something and just, I don't know. We can motion for I something do, to come I have on down. Plans and I've had plans. <laughs> I know. The thing is, man, like your plans scare me. Okay. They, they scare so, me. So, um, this film for me, it's yeah. not about torturing you, Josh. It's I really know. not about torturing you. That's just a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that's going to happen, and that's not what that's the film is about. But okay. it's going to make the film that much better. I like it. It's strong. Very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. What about you? What's been up with you? Are you ready for the Paracon? 
I am, man. Um, so just got done with a Paracon last, well, maybe it was two weeks ago now, uh, where I was at the Ferrar Schoolhouse just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. Um, did that conference, had a great time. Got to catch up with a lot of, uh, a lot of buddies that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, got another conference coming up at the end of next week and then your conference the week after that. And then another conference, uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska in the middle of August. And then we begin filming, uh, for a new documentary. Uh, in and you have um, what's it called in between there? Um, Van Meter. That is that September though. I Van think. Meter is late September, so I do hope. Right, no. I, I I do hope to be done with the majority of all the filming and all that stuff. Um, I should at least have a giant stack of hard drives uh, by that time where I can just be working. Um, mm. But yeah, there's another project um, that is going to be then. I mean, it's already started. The other project has already started. Um, the, the problem with that is it's, it's kind of a hurry up and wait game that I'm having to play, uh, which kind of sucks. Um, but it is what it is. Um, I will say that if this documentary is able to be made, um, again, I'm hurry up and wait type of mode right now, but if this thing is able to gain traction and be made, this is going to be something very interesting that nobody has seen ever. I will say that nobody's ever seen this. Um, so here's hoping, I guess, like crossing my fingers. So I've been on the phone a lot <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just been kind of ridiculous over here. So I'm, I'm praying at this point for the winter to finally get here. That's <laughs> just something I've never said before. Um, so I can just fucking relax a little bit and breathe, you know, and then come up with a solid game plan as to how to get myself abducted <laughs> with, with oh, you I gallantly by plan. my side. You, you've already got the plan. You just got to sit back and be you. There's actually oh, several plans that we get to, ins- you, know, you know, initiative. Here's and the deal. I don't want a fake abduction. I don't want to be no, abducted. No, 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 no. Like, it's not that. It's not that. I don't want people sneaking into my tent or my hotel room, or anything like that, or no, wherever the fuck we are, gonna happen. And, and stealing me away. I know you fuckers have talked about this happen. before, but I know you've talked about it. <laughs> I know you've talked about it. Um, I can't confirm or deny that. Okay, look. <laughs> I know that discussions have been had. <laughs> yeah, but that was several years ago. You don't have to worry about that now. I got a whole <laughs> new game plan. I've so. got a whole new game plan. Oh, my God. Yeah, this will be fun. Yeah, Good. I got another one in the works too. That's gonna happen this fall and winter. That yes. you're more than welcome to be a part of. And we mentioned a little bit in that group chat too, yeah. um, if you got time. It'll be a lot of fun. It's not too far. That one, anyways. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. In All fact, right. the, my whole like last week has been spent posting in forums looking for people to interview for that documentary oh wow yeah that's badass so we'll see where that one goes fucking a buddy that's good stuff. we might not make it we might die during that one and you won't have to worry about getting abducted that's we may true. get abducted we actually may get abducted in a whole different way in that one yeah oh god well hmm 
I mean, I'm not going to like advertise this, but I am packing heat now. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, but really, what is that going to do? What do you mean, what's that going to do? I mean, they may keep the hillbillies away, but Bingo. not what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, bring on the aliens. It's the hillbillies that scare me. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the other one, which actually has a lot of similarity, oh. similarities to aliens in yeah. the alien abduction. So. God damn it. Maybe we could tie the two together. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's an idea. I do. Anyways, people out there don't know what the hell we're talking about. We're just secretly talking back and forth and they don't know. They love it. So (laughs) check this shit. Archaeologists prepare to open a giant black sarcophagus despite warnings. Uh, I this, saw pictures of this. Did, did you? Not read this the is story. the first. Yeah. This is the first I've ever seen of it. Um, honestly, man, like I haven't been able to really keep up to date with anything paranormal lately. Uh, it says the archaeological world has been thrown into excitement after the discovery of a large black granite sarcophagus in the ancient Egyptian port city of Alexandria. Uh, sarcophagus was discovered by builders during construction work who immediately contacted archaeologists. Uh, when the archaeologists attended the scene, they realized that this discovery could be of tremendous importance for a number of reasons. Firstly, the sarcophagus has been overlaid with a layer of mortar between the body and the lid, uh, which strongly suggests that the contents have been left undisturbed uh, since it was buried in the earth. Now, furthermore, the sarcophagus is also very unusual because of its size. It's almost two meters high, uh, three meters in length, and weighs 30 metric tons, Wow! uh, making it the largest of its sort to have ever been discovered in the city. That sounds like the perfect storage for an immortal evil demon. Da, da, da. So anyway, firstly, it uh, says the sarcophagus was found next to a large and remarkably well-preserved alabaster head, which is believed to be a representation of whomever lies in the tomb. Now, given the uh, exquisite quality of the carving, it's presumed that the sarcophagus contains the remains of one of the high uh, dignitaries of the age. The sensational find has now brought a number of scientists on the scene who want to open the sarcophagus, even though they have no idea who or what is in it. I mean, what could go wrong, right, dude? I mean, let's be honest. What could go wrong? Uh, Most likely nothing. (laughs) Right. It is entirely possible, it says here, uh, that the sarcophagus is opened uh, or what? It is entirely possible that after the sarcophagus is opened, that the archaeologist, archaeologist, fuck, I can't talk, will be able to discover clues that will allow them to identify exactly who lays inside, uh, which will then you know, give them a chance to eliminate a fascinating period in Egyptian history in a very personal way. Um, however, before the detective work can begin... They obviously have to have a a difficult job ahead of them just getting the tomb open. They say it's risky to open it directly. We need to prepare. Uh, This is a guy named Amen Ashmoy. Ashmoy. Interesting name. The head of an ancient Egyptian artifact uh, at 
Egypt's Ministry of Antiques. Huh. Interesting. Now, given the size of the sarcophagus itself, which may weigh or which weighs more than thirty tons, it'll be impossible to move the sarcophagus to a museum before opening it, uh, requiring it to be opened on site. So, in the coming weeks, mummification and restoration specialists will be present when the engineers uh, go ahead and pry the enormous lid off the top of the tomb. Like, my God, man, this is fucking cool. Do you think you have to be, but you like, have to have mummified somebody I see, in that's order to be a, a mummification but, specialist? Or do you just study <laughs> mummies? I think I think they must just study the process, honestly. Now, but honestly, like, why bury anything under a 15-ton lid? Just the lid itself is 15 tons. So, I mean, like, why? What would be the point of that? Just the lid, 15 tons. Well, clearly they wanted to protect this. If if it is right. time period construction, and it's not like a building put on top of it. Right. Then, it, then I would say it is to protect it or to keep something out. They were very... Um, superstitious people as far as i know i don't i mean i know what everybody else knows about egypt and i also know that the egyptologists aren't open to new ideas when it comes to egypt so um who knows but i do think i do think that they should open this unless it has some unless this is the one thing that has world ramification curse in it if it just kills the people that open it then it would prove that the curses are real and like add something to the paranormal field and I would be fine. Good for business, right, pal? Yes. Oh, like <laughs> shit. I love it. I love it. Good for business. So it's just interesting to me because it, you know, you mentioned the um uh the superstitions and all that stuff. Do do those superstitions still uh have that much merit behind them? I uh, or have people I would kind of say, wised up to that? I would say it that there's probably still superstition in the region. There's probably still followers of that religion, whether they're secretive or not about their practices. Who knows? There may right. be some descendant of that religion still left. It may be completely different than what it turned, you know, originally was. Right. But of course, there's very superstitious people over there that probably don't want them to mess with it. Yeah, probably not. It makes me wonder if they're going to kind of maybe try to throw a wrench in the whole operation. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's weird as shit. Like, looking at the sarcophagus itself, it's weird as shit. But then, knowing that it weighs over 30 tons, I mean, something's fucking in there. You know, they made it a point... I mean, geez. They it's going it to be like the, what's the, the Jim Mahaffa or the Al Capone vault, which it, it was one of those two guys where they they were doing some construction. I think it was in Chicago, and they found this vault deep in the ground when they were digging, and Geraldo came out, and they made this huge deal about opening it because it was attached to either Jim, Jimmy Hoffa or Al Capone. I think it was Jimmy Hoffa. But Hoffa and they was never this found, whole big fanfare, and it was live and everything, and they opened it up, and nothing in there. But, it, like, Hoffa was never found. 
No. Like, he was just, like, he just fucking disappeared. Um, I guarantee he was murdered. <laughs> yeah, that was the last, you know, anybody ever saw him. Um, that's fucking nuts, man. I didn't even realize they did that. I want to find that. Uh, I'm gonna find uh, that I think it was in the 80s. I'm not really sure. Really? Fucking Geraldo was. was everywhere back then. <laughs> His mustache. Oh, my God. Opened up the vault. His mustache itself. should have its own fucking talk show. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a very powerful mustache you have there, sir. My goodness. Love it. All right. What else do we got here? I have one from the BBC right. News. BBC. Nigerian healer killed in bulletproof charm test. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I just picture uh, that scene <laughs> in Super Troopers when they have the, the bulletproof cup. Dude, that is my best. Like, that is my favorite scene. <laughs> he's like, does it hurt? And he's like, oh, you're going to feel a little pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting him right in the balls. That's great. Oh, my God. Uh, that's great. See. A self-styled traditional healer in Nigeria has died <laughs> after one of his clients tested his bulletproof charms on him. Um, <sighs> Shinaka Edowazi, 26, was killed after instructing a man to shoot him as he was wearing the charms around his neck. For God's sake, man. Police in the country's southeastern Emo state say the client has been arrested on suspicion of murder. <laughs> so the guy that shot him is being tried for murder now. Well, poor bastard. You don't do it. Uh, charms are popular in Nigeria where traditional healers are consulted for cures for various ailments. But there have been several reports of people being killed after testing bulletproof charms and medicines. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, young, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't buy a bulletproof charm. Sorry. Uh, a young man had gone to the healer to prepare bulletproof charms for him, which the native doctor did. A, a villager told the punch paper. The punch paper. What? What's that? It's yeah. a rag. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> to prove the efficiency of the new charms he positioned and handed over a gun to the customer, tragedy struck. So the guy God. said, here's a gun. Shoot me. Shoot me so I can see. And the guy's still being tried for murder. He wants to make a sale, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. In yeah. January, a traditional medicine seller was arrested after a man drank a bullet-repelling liquid and was shot dead. Fuck. What are they doing? <laughs> um, so the seller in northwestern Nigeria reportedly assured the man that he could not die if he was shot. That's the end of the story. God. Oh, my God. I, okay, so yeah. either this guy, this healer, thought so strongly yeah, that he, was, he could make this charm and be bulletproof, or pretty convinced. he thought he had loaded the gun with blanks. Oh, that's a good point, too. That's and I guess we'll point. never know. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know now. Shit. I mean, it makes you wonder, had he tried this before and who, whoever was, like, shooting at him just missed and he thought it was some miraculous thing? Maybe. Or 
you know, if I was the healer, I would be like, try to shoot my foot. (laughs) Shoot my foot. Because the worst that's going to happen, my foot is going to get shot. I'm wearing a charm bracelet around my foot. (laughs) Try to shoot it. If the charm works, you'll know. Then you'll know. It'll be great. Oh, my lord. This Uh, is just bizarre. Just fucking bizarre. I mean, I get that there could be this kind of stuff out there in real life. There really could be some kind of magical thing yeah. that protects you. Not, I wouldn't even say bulletproof. That There could be protection magic. You never know. It could be a real thing. Possible. So we can't completely say that it's not possible in the world. But this guy that made this charm that said, point this gun at me and pull the trigger... What are you thinking? Dude, no. No. What is that? What's going through that guy's head that he thinks it's going to work the first time he tries it? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so messed up. God. I just, I don't know, man. People are amazing. That's what I think. People are great. The only redeeming thing that could possibly be is that he thought there was blanks in the gun. That's the only thing that could redeem him in his stupidity. But then how were there live rounds in the gun? You know, maybe he grabbed the wrong gun. Maybe they have a bunch of them. Oh, maybe, God. maybe it's a Brandon Lee situation where it, yeah. it misfired a blank and actually projected a piece. Oh, Poor Brandon Lee. Poor guy. It's just crazy, buddy. Just crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I guess one, like, just one less idiot in the world. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a fair point. Oh, buddy. I just don't even know. Don't even know. All right. Let me let me see what else I got here in my bag of tricks. Oh, yeah. Check it. Time Traveler. Got another story here, Time Traveler, who met aliens in the year 4000. So I'm just going to play this. I'm going to play this clip here. Um, it's a... Um, one yuck... I don't know. This guy is Russian, okay? But he claims he has a very Russian name that I can't pronounce, but he claims to have been a part of a top secret project within the USSR in which he had the opportunity to test uh, the first Soviet time machine that he al- or alleges, excuse me, that his that he time traveled to the year 4000 and then back while in the future. This gentleman says he met with aliens and they told him the origin of what's this say? Oh, the origin of humans. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna play this real quick here. The year I should travel to was the year four thousand. So, so I found, so I found myself face to face with aliens. This man claims to have been to the year 4000 and met with actual aliens. We met up with the man in an undisclosed location as he told us his story. You will not believe what he saw. Watch this and decide for yourself. This is bizarre. My name is 
Raniek Djokovic. Oh. I'm from Lithuania. From Lithuania. I'm 60 and I want to share my thoughts with you. So basically what this guy is suggesting, what he's saying is that he met with these aliens in the year 4000. They had since then come to Earth. They had, um, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but what they wanted to do was turn Earth into a quote unquote paradise. So maybe we shouldn't be fearful of the aliens. Maybe maybe they just want to, to love us and hug us and provide some form of paradise for it's us. It's all a trap. I think so. I think Paradise all, equals yeah. control. Paradise for them. We're going to be doing their bidding. Paradise for them, says I. Sons of bitches. Ugh, I don't know, man. Ugh, just stupid. It's all stupid. I don't like it. Did you see my uh, my Skype profile photo? Uh, yeah, of the 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 alien face. Yeah, I'm gonna start conditioning you. To, uh, for to this what? ramp up. You're gonna condition me. I need to get you to the level of fear of aliens from when we first started this show. Yeah, but here's the thing. Now, now I've gotten to the point where I'm I'm more fascinated than anything with aliens now don't get me wrong if i saw either one an alien or two some kind of an unidentified craft like right there in front of my face i'd probably poo myself not gonna lie but i probably wouldn't run either i would probably want to stay there and and try to figure out as much as i possibly could um i think i'm to that point now like i've taken big steps buddy big steps so like i i don't know what the fuck is going on um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I think something, something's definitely going on with the aliens. I don't believe anything like just for uh clarity's sake here. That video mm-hmm. was from those, uh, Jack wagons over at apex TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Just, like, could you see the guy's face? <clears throat> no, it was blurred out, man. Oh yeah. It was all blurred out. Why would a time traveler blur his face? Couldn't tell you if I tried. If he could just jump in his time machine or whatever it is and yeah. travel out. Yeah. Maybe, I, uh, maybe we'll have to ask a time traveler <laughs> if we ever get to talk to one. You know, we, I think, need a time traveler on this show. And maybe. I don't know if any time travelers are out there who listen to the show. But if there maybe. are... Yeah. Want to fucking talk to you. Want to talk Maybe to Maybe Sylvester Stallone is out there. <gasps> I would love to meet Sly. Um <laughs> And he's a real time cop. Yes. And he's yes. the reason they have to blur their faces. Yes. <laughs> I think you just cracked it. <laughs> I think so, too. That's we all it. know from his show on Amazon that he <laughs> is a secret agent. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fooling us, Sly. If you like Sylvester Stallone, our podcast network, the Pod Bros, have a show all about him. That's no, right. that's not Stallone. No, it that's was Van Dam. Van Dam, same guy. 
<laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Was Van Dam? I think he was German, though, right? Wait, 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 wait. Am I complete? I completely off. Van Dam was Time Cop, not Stallone. Fuck, I don't know. I, yeah, I Van Dam was Time Cop. I was thinking of Van Dam the whole Sly, time. Sly Stallone was Rocky. He was also in. I know that. Stop or my mom will shoot. Another oh. piece of Americana right there. I don't know that one. You don't know that fucking movie? No. Okay, uh-uh. people out there, you got to back me up on this. Stop or my mom will shoot. Sorry, it is one of the best films ever made. There, I said it. I was just thinking about <laughs> oh, watching yeah. Rambo again the other night. Rambo. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe that's why oh. Sylvester Stallone was in my head. It's so funny but because I was I talking just... about Van Damme. <laughs> I just watched a series of... Uh, interviews with Sylvester Stallone specifically speaking about the fact that he hated Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day like those two never got along I mean it was like friendly competition but they never like wanted to fucking kill each other or anything like that it was just you know oh he does Rambo and then (laughs) freaking uh you know Schwarzenegger would go into commando and all this stuff it's like what the fuck, man? Like, stop it. Knock it off. It's like they were always constantly just in competition with each other. But now, I mean, they're doing like the expendables and all that stuff. Or what are they called? Is that what it is? It is. Yeah. Okay. And they're up to like what? The seventh film in that series at this point? I believe they've only made three. I think you're absolutely I might be right. Wrong. No, I think you're absolutely right. I'm just being a jackass. But still. <laughs> but I mean, they're both in that film and they seem to get along just fine. So, yeah. Good stuff, man. <sighs> fucking time well, travelers. Well, should we take a break? No, never. Yeah, no? we should. <laughs> Here, I got a new thing. Actually, I got a new thing. I posted about it on the sh- on the show page on Facebook. What is that? <laughs> is that the Slimer? <laughs> it's a bike thing from like the eighties, yeah. dude. That's so fucking. And I got it for a couple dollars at a thrift store. Really? And yeah, I looked them up, and they're worth a little bit. But I'm gonna keep them. You know what? You always, guys, listen to me. I swear to God, if you're ever in like the Kansas City metro area, you need to find Dr. Feelgood and you need to go to uh, these different secondhand stores that he frequents. Like, he finds the best shit always. Fucking always. He finds the best deals. Um, I think you walked out of one of those things. I think this was last year, but you walked out of one of those things. With like a two thousand dollar computer for like a dollar or something like that. Yeah, like, well, it was fifty bucks. Still, um, I don't, I don't, I think it was fifteen hundred dollar computer. Yeah, yeah easy. I also um, easy. I also got a eight hundred dollar, well, eight hundred dollar used Sony camcorder that I flipped. Yeah. I got for fifty bucks. Yeah. And oh that's just like the big shit. I find little shit all the time that fun <sighs> like this guy. That's what's up. All right. Well, let's take a little break, and we will come right on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. 
visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. It's the first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only works <laughs> on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey Ovaltine inside <laughs> the spaceship under the Sphinx. And probe the paranormal. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71. 71.1. 71.2. Admiral Bird is here. All of this done with the misguided help of the one and only Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will you. when they're good. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. All right, peeps, welcome back. <sighs> Ectoplasm show round two. All right, sir. Let me see here. I got a good one. Okay, hit me. Yowie Hunter, attacked by Harry Ape Man, is jailed for attacking human. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I glanced through the story. It looks like the payoff is at the end there. All right. Uh, All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, the Yowie is often described as Australia's version of Sasquatch and yes. Yeti, a 6 to 12 foot tall hairy humanoid roaming the outback. And staring in both modern tales, or starring in both modern tales and Aboriginal Australian legends. A famous Yowie hunter who claims to have had multiple encounters, including being attacked twice by Yowies, has what? recently met a similar creature he couldn't defeat. <laughs> He's just looking to kick some ass. That's all a, this. Yeah. A real human whose charges that he assaulted him have been held up in court. Is jail the only place safe for from a Yowie? Man. Dean Harrison is a well-known Australian cryptozoologist and Yowie hunter who claims he was attacked twice by the legendary, legendary Australian cryptid. In an article in news.com.au, he describes the first attack in 1997 in Armio, a suburb of the city of Gold Coast, Queensland. Oh, wow. Okay. Quote, I nearly got taken down by one at Amiru in 1997, and that was really scary. It was only by the grace of God that I survived. I made a phone call at 11 p.m. in a clearing before going into the bush, and if I hadn't, I wouldn't be here today. Oh this thing really means business. He didn't really describe <laughs> the attack, did he? Not really. <laughs> this thing really means business, though. I guess so. Harrison right. said that the Yowie is dangerous because it can see in pitch blackness, allowing this one to chase him at full speed in rough and rocky terrain. He didn't have Koopsik with him. I guess. The same was true in 2009 when he claimed he was attacked again in Kilkavan, a town in Gympie region 
of Queensland. I don't know if it's Gimpy or Jampy. It's G-Y-M-P-I-E. Okay. Jim Pie. Jim Pie. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? That's hot. <laughs> There's another quote. But the crunchier was in 2007 at, no, maybe it's a descriptive word. He's describing oh. it as crunchy. It was oh. crunchier than the first one. Gotcha. <laughs> I think that's what he means. Gotcha. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's an adjective they use often over, oh, over there. I don't know, In the man. land that doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, that's others. right. They're not even there. <laughs> God. And, we need to get uh, Ruth. We need to get Ruth on the show. Yeah, we do. She could set um, this straight. Damn it. Def- um, but she could just be a paid bot that's wearing our shirt. <laughs> paid actress. Oh my God. She's paid, uh, by NASA. If I, if I'm remembering correctly, it is NASA that's fitting that bill. Um, but yeah, let and us know what your end, fee is. <laughs> that's the end of the description of that encounter. encounter that is, is nuts. Uh, it says it took took him eight months to get over it. Uh, it says Harrison <laughs> believes that many human disappearances in the bush. I'm sorry, man. I can't get over it. I just, the disappearance of the bush, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I got Uh, too many jokes. However, one person in Australia blames his own attack, not on a Yowie, but on a Yowie hunter. Okay. In reports by the Gold Coast Bulletin and the Daily Mail, Harrison claimed to have been bothered by a neighbor's barking dog earlier this year in his hometown of Gold Coast, the dog's owner claims he came to Harrison's house and his mother, with his mother in January, where a peaceful conversation about the situation suddenly turned ugly. As Harrison punched the victim seven times, knocking him unconscious, fortunately for the victim, the event was... So this is bullshit. So this is just an altercation between someone who happens to be a Bigfoot yeah. hunter and yeah. a big hairy guy. <laughs> It's not like it happened out in the woods or anything. He was drunk. Um, I don't know. He was probably upset because he couldn't be deep in the bush. I don't know. I don't know these things. But damn it. <sighs> it crazy. says the court sentence him, sentenced him to 12 months in prison, wholly suspended for two years. What does that mean? Does that mean it's put off for two years? Or they just said he's not going? I don't know. I don't know what that means. And, and ordered him to pay a $2,000 compensation fee to the victim. Wow. So you got a year in jail, and you got to pay up, too. To so, guy. yeah, this is just a story about someone that has... <sighs> this would be like if you got in a fight with your neighbor. This would be Ghost Hunter gets in fight with, you know, pale guy next door. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Thinking it was a ghost. I thought it was a ghost. Think <laughs> ended up getting my ass handed to me too, you know? That's what happens. Um <clears throat> what else do we got here? So I had never heard of this, but uh yeah, I, NASA's new uh plasma engine, the Vasimir. Uh, but the new Vlasimir uh, plasma engine will bring humans to Mars in less than six weeks. That's a powerful fucking engine there. Um, so NASA has spent a whopping $10 million to fund 
the Vasmir, which is variable specific impulsive magnetoplasma rocket. Uh, the Ad Astra rocket company based in Texas is behind the design of the rocket with the aim of it propelling a spaceship that can reach Mars in only 39 days. So this is literally, we're talking 10 times faster using only one-tenth of the fuel. <clears throat> Pretty impressive. Now, the funding from NASA uh, was just one part of a partnership called 12 Next Space Technologies for Exploration. The partnership means the rocket can travel 10 times faster than any rocket of today running on chemicals, while it can only use one-tenth of the amount of fuel. Um, pretty fucking impressive. A NASA astronaut and former student at MIT, uh, Franklin Chang Diaz, who is the CEO at Ad Astra, said the new rocket would be able to cut down the amount of time it takes to reach Mars uh, by many months. Uh, here's a quote. He says, this is like no other rocket that you may have seen in the past. It is a plasma rocket. The Vashmir rocket is not used for launching things. It is used for things already in orbit. This is called in-space propulsion. Huh. His description there sounded a little <clears throat> bit like Trump. There's no better rocket than this. We have the best rockets. It's the best rocket in Look, the world. Nobody knows rockets like I know rockets, okay? <laughs> but the Vasmir works by heating plasma up to a temperature that is very high uh, by using radio waves. Thrust is taken care of thanks to the hot plasma funneling from the back of the engine. This means the rocket will be able to save on or excuse me, save using thousands of gallons of rocket fuel. The additional benefit is uh, keeping costs down as tens of millions of dollars in savings can now be made each year. See, this is very impressive. Uh, I fucking love this stuff, man. Like, we're coming up with all this new technology uh, for good, you know? We're using this... Uh, I mean, you think about it, 39 days <clears throat> as opposed to how many months was it going to take? Like just to get to well, Mars? Well do you over know? a year, I, I thought. I thought so too. So now we're talking what, six weeks? Like to get there? That's fucking insane to me. Absolutely insane. But if we have the, you know, the way to do this, might as well. Might as well. I don't know, pal. It's good stuff to me. Good stuff. I'm very excited to see what happens with space and space exploration, especially in the next, I mean, just in the coming months anyway, you know? It's like pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, but he is a government shill now. We all know that. We proved that on this show. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you yeah. know, the only way I will believe that it's not is if he comes on this show personally and proves us wrong. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's smart. I have another story from our fake friends from down under. Ah. Yeah, that is also, you know, like I said, you know, kind of talking about NASA. I mean, that's, you know, that's it. They're making, making plasma jets or rockets, excuse me, plasma rockets, and they're uh, completely faking Australia entirely. Pretty impressive. 
Yeah, because that's what you do. That's uh, what you do. You got to do it. Make up a country. Look, yeah. <laughs> I almost Pay thousands of people to make people think it's real. That's right. that's right. I almost made another Trump joke there. Damn it. Damn it. But this story, um, this, this story might make a, a lot of Americans wish it happened in there. Okay. I mean, I, I guess this is, uh, this is something that's um, loved worldwide, of course. Um, but a lot of it's not a un, it's not a surprise to anyone. What am I, how am I trying to put this? Everyone in the United States knows that everybody outside the United States views us as fat slobs, right? We have an overweight problem in the Fuck United yeah, States, according do. to the scientists. Yeah, I would say just according to eyesight. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so this headline, weird cheese mystery grips town. Cheese? Yeah. They're fucking with um, the cheese? No. <sighs> a bizarre mystery has gripped a town in Australia as residents keep finding blocks of cheese inexplicably left in their yards. Damn it. Um, it says yard? the weirdness actually began back in May when an individual walking their dog in a Melbourne suburb of Elwood discovered that the animal was munching on a piece of cheese that it had found on the front porch. We got to go to Australia. We just got to do this. Um, remembering that they had previously seen similar pieces of cheese in the area, the concerned pet owner took to Facebook to ask other members of the community if they knew anything about the origin of nature or nature. Oh, my goodness. The incident soon flourished into a full-fledged mystery as the subsequent weeks, more and more residents came forward with tales of finding the strange chunks of cheese placed in bushes and next to sidewalks. <laughs> that's Although not a bird. Is... That's a hunk of fucking cheese, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although it is difficult to ascertain exactly how many pieces have been discovered so far, it is believed the number is in the dozens. Jesus Christ. That is awesome. Somebody's just fucking owners, throwing cheese uh, around. That's great. Uh-huh. Pet owners are particularly worried about the weird cheese pieces because in some instances their dogs have eaten them and shown adverse effects. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't eat the cheese, guys. Uh, for those of you in Australia, uh, you said it was Melbourne, right? Yes, yeah, so specifically, so specifically the Melbourne area and outlying areas. Suburb please don't. of Elwood. Yeah, please don't. Don't eat the cheese, guys. <laughs> don't eat the cheese. Um, uh, don't let your pets eat the cheese either. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, considering the cheese seems to have been carefully cut, it is suspected that a human is probably behind the strangeness and possibly has ill intentions. Specifically, residents fear that the cheese may be poisoned. Yeah, wouldn't that be sure. pretty easy to test? Well, it'd be easy to test, but moreover, wouldn't... I don't know. Like, me, being the person that I am, I'm like, why wouldn't she just put a camera up? You know? Let her run. Let her run all night. They are testing the cheese, so stay tuned. <laughs> oh, this is from July 10th, so let me see if we have an update there out there. There might be an update. There may be an update. I Mystery cheese. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. 
in Australia. This is amazing. I can't believe this shit. Oh. What's up? Uh, hmm. The only thing that pops up is that that article. That's it? Yeah, there's no update. Let's see. Let's go to news. Wow. Yeah, it, th- there has not been an official update since then, so we don't know. Is this, this, it's still not safe to eat the cheese, people. Don't eat the cheese, guys. If you oh, if you find the cheese, don't eat the cheese. So I wonder how many people would eat it. I I don't know. I would probably give it a a thought or two. <laughs> Be like, can I eat that motherfucker? <laughs> like, it's probably made uh, from human bodily fluids. Oh God, buddy. To... <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Oh my lord. So. Some sick guys out there thinking if I make this, people will eat it if I throw it in. Because everybody loves cheese. Everybody loves cheese. Let's be honest here. So I came across a startling statistic here. And I don't know why this is so startling, but it's it's interesting to say the least. But it says 54% of Americans disbelieve the 9-11 official narrative. Which, I mean, it's over half, Right. But, like, to me, I guess in our small circle of people and friends that I do associate with, I would say it's more more like 95% of, of crazy people like us would disbelieve the 9-11 official narrative. Um, so, I mean, 54% of, of Americans don't believe this actually happened. Um, wait, wait, wait. So yes. I was reading something. They don't believe what happened? 9/11. They don't believe the narrative. They don't believe, they don't believe none the, of it happened? No, 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 no. They don't believe the official narrative of how things went down. Like what the government has told us went down on 9/11. They're 54% of Americans okay. don't believe it. Um so 54% of Americans believe in the conspiracy theories then surrounding what happened. Um Okay. Yeah. I would I'm not surprised by that. I see I am like but again our small circle of people that I do chat with I would say it's more like 95% that believe or you know that believe it was bullshit. Now so about 40% of the people think the government in the United States knows about aliens that is keeping information from them. Um they also you know think that there was a conspiracy surrounding the assassination of JFK. So this I'm not even going to read this article. Because what it's supposed to do, it's it's already setting itself up as such, uh, is to downplay the idea of that fucking, you know, the the trigger of conspiracy theories, right? Um, you and I, <clears throat> this is what pisses me off, man. And I almost like I've almost done this about fifty times so far. I have almost taken to Facebook and become. Uh, just a complete asshole where I have literally typed out paragraphs of in paragraphs and paragraphs uh, that nobody would ever take the time to read. Um, I, I might, I might try it, test the waters a little bit. No, but I'm serious. Like it, it's bizarre to me because we've spoken about this many times. Uh, conspiracy theory um, is a term that was put into use when, 
you know, when was JFK. that? Okay, so JFK. And now we have, uh, you know, other trigger words like, you know, I don't even know if like, trigger words, the wrong word to use, but they're words designed to pigeonhole others as crazy. Right. Uh, so they they say things like what, snowflake? Yeah, I would, um, Is snowflake, one of them. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would include even mundane things now. Yes. Like, it's not mundane, but even just the word liberal and conservative. Absolutely. Triggers a ton of people. Yes. If you absolutely. label somebody anything. Right. But even the word trigger has now become a trigger. And, you know, and it's like it's little things that they keep putting accidentally on purpose uh, into these things like that. Anybody, any member of government. And I'm not trying to bash on Trump or anything like that. So get that out of your fucking head right now. But what I am saying is like Trump is a part of this as well. Um, How many times in a day can he use the word witch hunt? You know what I mean? I mean, it's pissing me off that people aren't people are not doing the amount of research they should be doing on their own. They're either one listening to only CNN or two. They're only listening to Fox or MSNBC or anybody else like they are just so one sided in this is obviously conditioning them in some certain way, and it pisses me oh, off. Oh, it's all by design. It is by design, and that's what's fascinating about this. We have so many things like <clears throat> I watched, and I, I made a Facebook post about this earlier too because I was like, how many people out there actually watch Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News? Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people took this to be like, well, Josh must be a, a Democrat. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I watch CNN. What I'm also saying is I watch Fox News and I watch both of them in tandem. Like I want to see who's talking about what and how they are approaching each and every topic. This is important to me because from there I can then form my own fucking opinion. Right. Um, But regardless, I saw him, Tucker Carlson, debating with Bill Nye, the science guy of all people. Uh, yeah. about and this was fucking epic, by the way. But like, it was like a twelve-minute clip, and I'm just laughing the entire time. Um, but regardless, he was talking with Bill Nye, the science guy, specifically about climate change and the scientific uh, proof that climate change is or is not uh, happening. Now, um, it, it was fascinating to me because. Tucker Carlson was interrupting Bill Nye before Bill Nye could even answer the questions that Tucker was posing. Mm -hmm. And it was quite literally, and I do mean this quite literally, every five seconds average that Tucker had to throw something in there. Um, And, I mean, he wasn't even allowing Bill Nye to answer. Um, And then calling him out on the fact that he wasn't answering his question. It's like, well, fucking let him speak. But, like, I've been to broadcasting school. You know, I've been to broadcasting school, and that's one thing that you don't do. If you do have a guest, you just let them fucking talk. But he doesn't do that. I don't understand why we have such animated characters delivering what they would consider to be news. I don't see why. I would make an argument that he wouldn't call. I've never seen his show, but I know that type of show, and I know what's on Fox News, and I know what's on 
yes other channels absolutely they would call themselves commentators that they're not necessarily news that they are opinion shows i would agree but most people that watch them they're taking it see them as news they're taking it as news because you're on a news channel uh you know, the, the native channel is for news. It's just like the people that are out there who get their news from their news feed on Facebook, which is sickening. But a lot of people do this, man. This is the world we live in now. It's I don't know. Just, I don't watch any. You any don't watch any of it anymore? anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I so specifically I just... make it a point to spend 30 minutes every single day. Uh, trying to get up to date with what is current, what is going on. And I mean, whether it's home or abroad or wherever, I'm trying to to stay on top of things as much as possible. But it's difficult because news isn't news anymore. There's always that angle behind it. And I don't know how long this has been going on is what ultimately I wanted to get at. How long has this been going on? Um. I so know. news, yes, it hasn't been news. I'm saying like, so. There is so that term is skewed. I I guess I won't use it that way. Sure. Um, there has been fakery and manipulation used That's a good since word. the beginning of the press. Okay, so we're um, literally talking. <clears throat> God damn it. I'm like dying over here. Something's wrong. So one of our one of our founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, right? Yes. I actually heard this reinforced on another show that I listened to recently. They did an episode on Benjamin Franklin. Nice. And I had heard some of this stuff before, but they sure. found the same stuff. Um, so Benjamin Franklin is considered a founding father of the United States. Yes. Quite rightly. But Absolutely. he was also a founding father of the press. Yes. He started the first major papers in the United States. Before that, there were papers, but they weren't the like the newswire kind of papers where one paper puts out a story and it gets shot out to everybody else. <laughs> right, right. Benjamin Franklin started that. Yes. Oh, well, he was one of the founders of that hey, type of news. Dude's a brilliant, brilliant man. If you guys haven't done like do do some research on Benjamin Franklin himself. Guy is insane. Yeah. Amazing. He is well known. For putting out fake articles to see, incite revolution, he had a I did hand not realize this. in growing in the growing revolution, which caused the Revolutionary War. And he went over to Europe and did the same thing in the French papers to gain our support or gain wow. their support for the Revolutionary wow. War. Just flat out fake news. Yes, absolutely. In the papers, just propaganda. So. It's nothing new. That this is amazing. kind of thing is absolutely nothing new. It's always been done. And Benjamin Franklin can be argued to be a heroic, great founding father man. True. Just Very somebody true. that most I would say 90% of people think in a good light towards Benjamin Franklin. I'm sure yeah. there's all kinds of dirt like every other person. Right. Um, the problem is we weren't around yeah, I mean, back then. Yeah, that true. that side of history uh, has been lost. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he controlled the news too, so <laughs> he just controlled the the narrative in the history. So, that's great. Yeah. So that's nothing new. But I I uh, so you know ever since then, there's always been a means to the end for the news. Sure. Yes, there's plenty of you know 
just regular what considered news of the day. But there's a ton of propaganda. Wow. You know, even if it's not fake news, it's yeah. written in a way to make you feel a certain way. Sure. God, or so presented in a way to make you feel a certain way. But it's all the whole end game in my mind. Um I don't think I'm right. I don't think I'm wrong, even if it's only part of the end game. This whole divide and conquer thing that's going on so in the crazy. United like there's Dude, labels so... for everything. Yes. And Everything. you put yourself in a label, and you're supposed to hate something else yes. that's under a different label. And it's so And it's crazy. across the board with everything. Everything. Like, politics, religion, you know, race. Everything, Even down dude. to, like, local stuff. Yes. It's just you're supposed to judge people because they're not like you these days. Correct. I don't know, On, man. It's like... both sides. I know. both sides of everything. Oh, yeah. You, you know, saying both sides brings up a political connotation, but it's everything. It's no, both it sides everything. of everything. Yes, it is. And it, that's the bitch of it. It is two feathers of the same fucking bird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what it boils down to is if everybody is so concerned about what everybody else is doing and fighting, even if it's not physical fighting, but it, everybody's focused on that, then you have that you they don't focused on. Whoever right. is wanting that. Right. And what's actually going on, which is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. I don't see an end to it is another point that I wanted to make. You know, I just don't see. I don't see it stopping. Uh, I don't know, pal. We're in some odd times right now. I will say that. Definitely odd times. Um, fuck, man. I don't know. It's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. Yeah, you know, I'm political like the next person. I have my yeah. own political leanings, and I, I think I've talked about them a few times on here. Yeah. But I'm not going to get into that. Right, fuck that. One thing about politics is you're never going to change anybody else's mind right. when you're in an argument or a debate about something. Correct. You're just going to piss them off If you want to change somebody's mind, you show them what's better, and you become, you know, like if you and I were to sit down and have a civil conversation about something, we may change our e each other's minds about a certain particular topic. Sure. But just fighting someone, just you're never going to change that person's mind. It's right. not... It, it, as. It's stupid. All of it. It all is just a distraction. That's another thing. That's another thing that honestly, bro, like scares me. Okay. That's what scares me the most is while we are sitting here bitching back and forth on, on Facebook, on Twitter, and just watching everything go down, you know, and <clears throat> while we're doing that and we're so uh, infatuated with uh, whatever is going on that day in the news. Uh, what else is going on behind the scenes? You know, like what is really going on? That's the part that scares me the most. I don't know, man. I'm just fucked. Super fucked. All right. Fuck politics. Fuck it right in the ear. 913-730-7255, Ectoplasm Show phone number. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Uh, send Jason some cat pictures. That's what we need. Yeah, we need to see some cute little kitties, cute kittens in teacups. 
Uh, send him those pictures. I prefer dogs. Hey, no, I asked for I asked for kitties this time. But <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness, pal. That's what you and I need to do. We need to get drunk as fuck and just sit around and talk politics all the live long day. Can we do that? Yeah, but I'm actually not <laughs> drinking right now. I haven't been either. Uh, I started. I'm this- taking a break for a while. I may not be drinking during the Paracon. Yeah, I like. I probably won't be able to either. Um, so I, yeah, I'm doing this new thing, uh, this like diet type thing where I'm not allowed alcohol in any way, shape, or form, which really sucks because I have this whiskey decanter sitting right here. Um, it is just kind of like calling my name, but I yeah, I can't do uh-huh. anything about it. So we'll just have to do some. Um, hey. Some yeah. psychedelics, uh, and then talk <laughs> about politics. May need to have a conversation after the show, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. It'll be fine. Fucking right. Anything else to add for the good peeps before we let them go? Um, Go to our Patreon. Become a patron. We haven't had a new patron in a while. We need, we, we need some new meat mates. <laughs> if you want to be a meat mate... <laughs> We also have plenty of stuff on our um, Threadless store, ectoplasmshow.threadless.com, including the, um, I have the Ghost Hunter Lego shirt. Oh, yeah, dude. Which is so cool. And I'm going to be getting it. So cool. I'm going to be, I haven't put it up there. I keep forgetting, but I'm going to be, and this week I'll be getting the, um, the uh, alien plaything in training t-shirts. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I have posted photos uh, of those two yeah, logos yeah. on all our social media, so go check them out and get a shirt or a key. Not we don't have keychains. We need keychains, but we do need keychains. Good um, point. We got all kinds of stuff on the thread list, so go there. I've already mentioned Pod Bros. But go check them out. They don't have a Stallone show but they do have a van damme show yes they do um so go check them out good stuff in three two and a half weeks oh buddy yeah it's coming up josh will be here for the seventh annual kansas city paracon it's nuts kansas city paracon.com kansas city paracon.net they both go to the same site hell yes um get your tickets beforehand ten dollars a day $10. for a single day ticket, or it's cheaper. It gets down to like $8 a day if you buy for more than one days. Yeah. At the door, they'll be 5 bucks more. So buy them before. Hell yes. Come Save listen to Josh. Money. Yeah. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff this year. It'll be great. Next episode. Next episode, we will again have Brent Hand oh, on yeah. from Hysteria 51. <laughs> you and know we'll have a little bit of preview of the shit show <laughs> that you, will be our panel. Did you ever, ever watch... What the fuck was that show? I think it's like Jimmy Kimmel, I believe. Like Jimmy Kimmel's show, his talk show at night. Um, mm-hmm. He would always at the end say, Sorry to Matt Damon, we ran out of time. And I think we need to do that now with Brent. Like, sorry to Brent Hand, we ran out of time. Like, well, that's how we'll just close every show. 
I think right. I think it's good. It's strong. Well, you ruined it now. You let them in on the, the, the joke. You'll have to edit it out. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right, peeps. Well, on that happy little note, we will let you go and talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out. Peace out.